Conundrum. How is everyone doing? Welcome to the next episode of the podcast. Episode My... three. Sorry, I <laughs> cut in there. Uh, episode three. Uh, do you got you got the question? I've forgotten. <laughs> The question is... Uh, by the way, my name's Dave Dunhu and this is Avian Craddock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we're getting a bit too cosy in the cot here. Yeah. Uh, what is music going to give you? Or what do you want from music? That is today's overarching question. Uh, I'll start her off. I feel like this is a gaping hole in the area of music education. In that, a lot of kids in particular do not decide where they would like their music career to go from day to day. I think it's something that should be addressed. So, geez, you're coming out of the fences hot with this one, man. <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah. truth. Oh yeah. Well, I think, like the thing about it is, you can't you can't really lose from saying that I would like to play in Glastonbury in a band someday. You can't lose. Or if you say, I would like to play the violin in a quartet. Mm. I would like to play in a wedding band. I would like to play at my local family get-together. I would like to play in the pub. I think it's important to have an idea where it's going. If it's a terrible idea and it doesn't work out, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, you're still not going to have any harm from having the, the first goal in the first place. You might even laugh at it in 10 years' time. But I think just to meander into music and say, oh, you know, I might take up the drums or I don't know, maybe like I'll see, I'll see how it goes. Uh, I don't think there's much to be gained from from that. Whereas I think there's so much to be gained from the other thing of trying to decide early on on a long term goal for your music playing or your musical style or your music career or whatever we call it. Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, like, and when you said that there about Glastonbury, part of me just maybe it's part of the Irish culture at times. It can be the whole, but I didn't. By the way, I wouldn't say this to you. Um, but you know the whole. Now, don't be disappointed if you don't get it, Avian. You know that 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 can happen. I've I've gotten that loads with goal big goals like you know. Yeah. Like you know, don't don't be worrying now if you don't get it. Like, and that's it comes out of a caring place on people's parts but if you're the type of person then who takes that on board and goes god yeah maybe i shouldn't be thinking getting my hopes up hoping this thing will happen next thing now you're on your glastonbury's turned into not glastonbury yeah. you know if that's and by the way there's nothing wrong with not glastonbury type things it's whatever you want yeah 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 that's why i put the list after it it's yeah. it's what what you might like to think yourself like how you like to think of yourself as a musician. It's important to, to think about that and to write it down. Because um, it's so broad. Like music is so broad. You could say to yourself, I want to be the next guy that puts drums down on all the latest movies that come out. And no one's going to know my name. And that would be a dream situation for me. Like that could be your goal in music. Mm. And that would be so different to the guy that wants to be Nathan Carter's drummer. You see what I mean? If you had some idea starting out which direction you wanted to take, it would totally inform your choices of what styles you're going to learn, what equipment you're going to buy, who you're going to go to lessons to, 
uh, what you're going to wear, you know, because wearing certain clothes can make make it more comfortable for other band members. Let's say if, if all your other band members have tattoos and earrings, the fact that you don't or you might be really straight-laced or wear completely different clothes then may make them feel uncomfortable. It may not. But, you know, consi- these are all just considerations. What I'm trying to say is I think everybody has some kind of, whether it's subconscious or conscious, version of themselves that they want to play out in reality. And it's all about just identifying what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, it's, and the question can come up then. Oh, the, the first thing I'd say, and it's okay to change your mind. Like a goal for a 13-year-old. Like, here's a very valid one. Um, when we were 13, if you, if, you wanted to, if you wanted to set a big playing goal, it was to be in the biggest rock band in the world or something. Now it is. I've chatted with some kids who are like, nah man, that old gonna I wanna have a YouTube channel and I wanna have like a million subscribers. You know? Yeah. That's that's where it's at. And that's that's fine. Um whatever motivates kids to play in a positive manner, that's where I come from. And adults too. Um I have a habit I know of saying kids and students just because that's the way my brain is wired with all the teaching. Yeah. But like with with goals, yeah, and lots of times sure like well, it was only when I finished secondary I had it in my head of going, oh man, I'm going to write songs and I want to be in a big band. This is pre-YouTube days, uh, pre-broadband days. And that goal turned into a teaching goal. I'm as happy out teaching as I am gigging. And recognizing that and recognizing your own goals for what you want to do, immediately that changes the way you behave, changes, as you said, how you might dress, how you might act, um, what you read, who you follow, uh, the type of books you read. I've read more books on teaching and communication in the last five years than I have on playing guitar. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and as I'm saying, it's something that you're trying to monitor and keep conscious of because I know you're into goals mm. and I'm big into goals as well. And it's something, especially in the primary <clears throat> school, uh, that I try and do a lot of with my kids, you know, take the time to use the SPHE lessons uh, or religious lessons to take, always take a certain portion of those lessons to talk about goals and where you're going. Because there's nothing really in education, in standardized formal education that I'm in, that talks about goals. Nor was like Mike Arrigan, my drum teacher, I absolutely adored Mike's a teacher but it was something that he never really brought up a whole lot where's your playing going you know where would you like to play even like identifying a venue that you think is class that you'd love to play in or like you're saying I probably sound like a granddad there because <laughs> people just want to play in their bedroom and be broadcast into the world which is class idea mm. now that I think about it now that I think about it I'm going to reset all my goals <laughs> And be a YouTube drummer. <laughs> I'm already working on my YouTube channel. But it doesn't. It doesn't mean um, it. It isn't the be all and end all. But uh, it's it's great to have the support it does, of course. Um, yeah, that that whole thing of goal setting, all right. It's and then there's other times like I'll put it this way: all the practice we would have done, like as kids, there was lots of unconscious intentional goals going on all sides. Joe, to be faster. 
to be clearer uh, to play a song in a band they're all goals it's just that some things then that mightn't have happened for us as players well I'm going to say about myself anyways if I had realised there was such a framework as goal setting that like first of all when I say to students about goal setting I'm like what is it exactly you want like I want to play a rock song no 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 what what rock song what type of rock song then oh um okay so we found the rock song it's Foo Fighters song maybe best you then well when are you going to have it done by because it could get into this airy fairy zone of oh someday I'll play that song and then how do you know when you have it that's a massive question it's for some kids it's I'll record a video put it up on YouTube another student it's I'm going to play it at let's say my dad's 50th it could be some event yeah. you know there, there's a there's an end in sight absolutely and <clears throat> to quantify the goal is so important but yeah. I think that's why it's very important to be honest with yourself and to take it from something that might be just going on in the back of your head right out into something that you can put onto paper and something that's very real something that just stick on the wall I mean it will it could change the course of your life completely now it mightn't you might go along with the goal for three weeks and say that was the most stupid ridiculous goal <laughs> I ever set in my whole life but that is the beauty of goal setting is that you find out so much about yourself as you go and you find it out a hell of a lot faster than diddery doddery and around with these oh yeah maybe yeah that's kind of cool maybe I'll go with that and maybe I'll go with that now hand high up in the air guilty as all hell over here in the corner I drifted <laughs> for a good the most the most part of my life up until a few years ago but I suppose that's why I'm so enthusiastic about goal setting uh, because it has, it has just offered me so much in such a simple way like I would like to do this by this date and then all of a sudden your your brain is just triggered to start striving for that goal straight away or sometimes when you see it written down in the paper, you actually say to yourself, when it's out of your head, no, I don't really want to achieve that. I'm only kind of spoofing myself. That's just, that's just maybe it's come from somebody else's uh, version of ideology it, or ideology yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, maybe someone who inspires you a lot is uh, is a, has a similar goal or is very influential and very persuasive and then when you see yourself written down paper you go no that's not actually me um but having your goals come true and ticking the boxes are is amazing but i suppose we'd probably do a different podcast on talking about small smaller goals and short-term goals Mm, yeah but i think for this (coughs) podcast being okay with where you might like to take your music career is important i think all through your career is it's good to to roughly have an idea at any given time in your career where it's going to end up that's the main thing i'd be getting at this podcast yeah sure no if i go off on tangents um bring me back onto the road (laughs) yeah 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 no basically yeah with music career and career can be anthem it can be playing a two-piece playing wed metal you listed out many things um, one I've seen with students as years have gone on is the whole thing of like one or two who had it in their head to teach some guitar and it's like they wait for permission from a higher guide a higher source 
to go yeah you can do that it's perfectly okay to do that you know and when they do it's fine like but just to anything you're waiting to do out there if it's a goal the only person you need to give permission the only person you need to get permission from is yourself mm. and as the, as you were saying if the whole I'm going to stick in a Jim Rohn quote it's about time um, <laughs> do you know the way if you're if you're going the wrong way if you're afraid of going the wrong way well go down it you're going to learn a lot quicker if you're going the wrong way than yeah. if you go travelling down there yeah rather than pondering do you know what's that called analysis paralysis yeah 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 you know? absolutely and procrastination procrastination is another huge problem putting it off putting it off putting the long finger I, I find if once you have a goal and once you decide it roughly in the direction if you set your sail again to quote the mighty Jim <laughs> uh, love Jim yeah. uh, but uh, that's Jim Rohn not any other Jims <laughs> oh yeah I'm a kid uh, but anyway uh, to, to quote Jim yeah to set your sail and decide roughly where it's going like it, it makes makes such a difference it really does like I don't I think that's just the main reason I wanted to address it in the podcast or that we wanted to address mm. in the podcast is it makes such a difference to your whole I think it's your brain basically your brain changes like it starts focusing on a directed point and a clear vision for where where it's going and where you might take things yeah there's a part of the brain called the reticular activating system and the whole concept for anybody out there who's seen the secret and things like that the whole vision board thing can be very like eerie eerie fairy for some if um and things like that but a lot of it is based on the simple premise that there's a thing in the brain called the reticular activating system that sorts for things information that it's looking out for Mm. so if you put a photo up on your own vision board of yourself playing to a festival let's say one person does that and another person puts a photo of themselves playing in a wedding band if those two people go to a cafe the same day and they've seen that image enough times on an unconscious level the one who's the one the festival if even the word festival gets brought up by people and said loud enough in a cafe that person is going to go fest they're they're sorting for it and when they hear that trigger word they're watching the other person then is watching for a wedding band or whatever whatever the term could be and i've lost the point of that now what was that? <laughs> i was just going to say how glad i was that you're here to say reticulary activation something something <laughs> something something which is basically i think where, where where you were going with it just that there is it, it's a scientific thing Mm. is that what the point you were going to make yeah and it makes sense that I got lost on the scientific thing <laughs> that makes perfect sense um, yeah but just yeah setting the goals and like as you're saying about peop- other players that you might look up to um, famous or non-famous or whoever like they can have a very influential effect um, but at the end of the day it's their own view on the world based on what they believe like I found an interesting one lately these quotes on fatigue and one of them was fatigue is a badge of honor to wear everywhere you go and i was like jesus that's that's dangerous like you know but let's say if you're the type that gets activated by that going yeah i'm gonna work my head off here to become this massive musician that quote's gonna activate you and then there's all the dangerous quotes about the dangers of fatigue you know Mm. um but that's an example if somebody looks at one thing and takes that advice on board that fatigue thing quote could be a famous guitarist or famous drummer saying this 
well, what's that one? Played till my fingers bled, and it isn't Summer '69. Um, <laughs> it's an actual quote about some player who used to play till their fingers would bleed. Brian Adams. <laughs> one one point. <laughs> um, no, yeah, maybe it was Brian Adams. Maybe that is true. Who knows? Um, but yeah, but you know that there, like, if somebody took on that advice, I know that's very radical advice. But on a smaller level, somebody could take on advice going, Joe, you know, quit hanging out with friends that are bringing you down of your musician dream you know that that could be advice from an influential guitarist so basically to wrap up that wild tangent of a mini rant um it's that whatever goal you're setting only listen to your own voice because at the end of the day whoever advises you if they're giving you advice that's based on what they believe based on their own experience which can be good at times but if it's going to derail you from what you know you truly want deep down in your heart mm. that's that's the thing to watch yeah. out for absolutely and and so many times you'll find the the artists that end up playing to the most people it may not have been a dream or ambition for them from the start mm. like the, it that can be a fool's gold like oh i want to be so famous i just want to play in front of millions of people like that is a very nondescript goal really to be quite honest whereas if you said to yourself i want to use my talent to make as many people as possible happy like you can you can work that in a room with five people you can work that in a stadium with a hundred thousand people and you can always remain true to your goal and people might say oh sure look everyone kind of has that goal but do they do they write it down do they let it occupy this, that space in their mind morning noon and night you don't know unless you have it and those kind of goals i would say are are great like it's one thing that for me is a huge motivation no matter where i play is to i watch people in the room and one of my huge goals an overarching goal that i have for drumming is to move people not so much emotionally but physically mm. that i get like unbelievable kicks and like connection to the greater power or whatever you want to call it the energy in the room all that stuff if i can see people's feet starting to go when i'm drumming it's like sits sets off tremors all sides in my body like and that would always be a goal to move the room so that's a simple goal that i have whatever room i'm in i move it whether it's a party at my auntie's house uh playing an oxygen with a saw doctors playing uh one of our first gig with EDFT was class mm. in, in Kelly's you know so I have all these other different subsets of goals that I had broken down for myself but that one has remained true throughout you know and I have that goal written down only recently now that I f finally realised that it was an unconscious goal for so long but it's a conscious goal now and it's just trying to identify those things yeah and getting clear on what you what you like like geez speaking of gigging like i i still struggle with enjoying gigging um but i've accepted that i'd rather teach and over gigging um but at the same time other you're saying about moving the room and stuff and watching you play you can see you're totally in the zone as you play and when i play gigs i still go through phases where i'm like i don't know how much i want to be here playing you know but then i'm like well what maybe i'm just i don't know maybe it's just something that every few songs i'd feel that way and then and move away from it after that but it's still a but then put me in room teaching i can be tired i can be 
maybe a bit run down at times and next thing the second three o'clock comes or whatever time bang i'm completely different i'm in the zone i'm teaching i'm alive i'm excited mm-hmm. uh, the guitarathon uh, a few people asked me about that would you not have played guitar for 24 hours instead for a record and it's like no i couldn't teaching that is it you know mm-hmm. so getting clear and knowing that's okay because back in the day like a lot of the glory at times can be about the plane and the big like it's mostly let's say performers that will capture people's attention but if you have other goals whether like even to be a let's say a technician or if you're mad into gear and you just want to put up youtube videos reviewing gear and you ever never play a gig that's still a goal and it's still a good goal because that's what you want mm. and that is the meat and bones of this whole conversation just like you were saying there you came to the realization or you had the goal that you prefer teaching to playing the guitar mm. sure that's massive like anyone who's coming in the door to us at six or seven years old should try and figure that out as soon as possible and that kind of is the podcast there in a nutshell mm. you need to try and figure that stuff out as quick as you possibly can and again like you're like you're saying about the the fella that loves guitars and loves pedals, he doesn't necessarily realise that that's all he loves if he's not looking out for it. Because mm. that maybe that is all that that fella or that girl loves is just the gear. <laughs> I don't even like playing on the stage. But if they're surrounded by all these people that are compelling them to play, oh, you should be doing gigs. Oh, you're a brilliant guitar player. Oh, yeah, you should be yeah, doing yeah, gigs. You yeah. should, be, should be on the world stage. I should have a record deal. They might be getting a heck of a lot of confused about it. Whereas if they just had it in their head, I love gear, to hell with the rest of it. Wouldn't that be great comfort for them? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm. Yeah, and that can be the easy thing for somebody to look and go, jeez, you could be playing. Like, yeah, um, do you know the way, like with bands even, some people will try and drop you into a framework that's conceived as, or perceived as the success system for a band. Mm. Like, I love the fact with the shift that we play every so often and when we do it's deadly you know it's very easy to go geez you could set up like be playing weddings the whole time every weekend play three nights a weekend and do all those shift gigs every year and like i think like brian adams the only person who should sing brian adams songs like all those nights in a year you know it's um (laughs) but you know keeping your own and that's when you progress like that's another thing about goals it can be very easy as time goes on that people will come about and maybe offer you uh, something that on paper might look really appealing. Like if you're the person with the gear channel on YouTube and somebody goes, hey, listen, you get a job in this shop and you could review the gear in the shop. And now somebody's pulling you into their little plan. Mm. You know, that that's worth being mindful of as well with goals. Just for this podcast, you might keep it a bit shorter form mm. and just say that this is might be just specifically about a long-term goal. Mm long-term goals or having a vision for where where your music isn't so much going but where it might end up or what you see as as the pleasurable side of music for you yeah sure i suppose we'll wrap it there uh try and if anyone is listening and they're curious about what we're saying maybe set yourself a goal you might write it down and you might go oh bing that is totally me now i understand that uh but the likelihood is that you will write down a goal and it will evolve and your goals always evolve 
but getting them they can't evolve unless they're written down in the first place 100% yeah and like as it goes on progress them like so that you keep tweaking the system for your own unique setups because I'd imagine you were setting goals years ago but I'd imagine your goal setting approach is different now that you're a father that'd be pretty correct wouldn't it mm-hmm. yeah oh totally yeah my goal setting has become uh, much more much more specific in the short term and much more general in the long term mm. so I would say with the teaching in particular my long term goal is to deliver the best service every minute I'm teaching I have that written out do you mean a national school teaching or drum teacher or teaching any teaching anything okay cool even if it's just like a candid two minute lesson on the street every minute counts and everything affects everything to quote the great Jim Rohn (laughs) once again and it really does everything does affect everything and that that'd be like a a, a kind of a a long term that'd be a long term goal you know my big long term goal for teaching that would be it like yeah I'm like geez years ago I basically decided that with my plane I'd build it to a certain level and that's it and I just want to get better at teaching from the first time somebody holds a guitar up until that level I'm happy with that that's the thing and yeah setting the goals refine them and if the things change you can change that's yeah. you know so we wrap it there so yeah. excellent everybody thanks for listening and any questions as usual you can get in touch with me over Facebook I'm under the guitar coach and you can get Avine at uh, Drumador Drumador at Facebook um, yeah that's the place to look or my own Facebook page is fine too if you want a personal message me oh nice nice personal touch there I better say that too if you want to personal message me you can find me on Instagram you can find me on Facebook Twitter and an old Bebo account no actually stay away from the Bebo account back in the old days no that's gone so thanks for listening and we'll catch you very soon okay good luck Shlan see you later